620 WDAE 95.3 FM. Pat Donovan, Aaron Jacobson with you until noon today. And joining us right now on the Select Motors of Tampa hotline. Of course, Select Motors of Tampa driven by trust. By trust on the Select Motors of Tampa hotline, our good friend Mark Cook from PewterReport.com. Mark, how are you this morning, man? I'm doing great. Uh, enjoying this beautiful uh, little bit of cool weather we've got today. So. I'm doing well, which which means in the Floridian, I'm a Floridian. I'm bundled up in a blanket and a hoodie and uh, like three pairs of socks. It's freezing. It's 67 out. Ridiculous. <laughs> what the heck's going on? Uh, what the heck's going on with the Buccaneers, Mark? When you look at the defensive line, of course, they will not get Clinton McDonald back tomorrow. Still unsure about Gerald McCoy, but looks like. He may go, but when you look at uh, when we talked to Roy Cummings a little bit about this earlier, when you look at the effort that they've gotten out of a couple of young guys on the defensive line, I mean, how impressed have you been by Channing Ward and Devontae Lambert and, and some of the work they've gotten up front? Well, gosh, I, I I hate to be the bad guy in this situation, but uh, and I think they're kind of set it this week too. Um, you know, these guys are just young guys. I mean, they're they're, they're guys that nobody knew about and. Um, you know they're they're gaining valuable experience. That's the best thing I can say about them, to be honest with you. I don't, you know, I mean they haven't played as well as uh, Jacquees Smith would have played or Robert Ayers would have played, uh, but they're the next man up, so they have to play. You've got to have bodies in there. And I they haven't been big gaping holes. They, they, they haven't. They haven't. They, but boy, when you when you when you go through an entire football game without a quarterback hit, uh, attack right. or a tackle for loss from a defensive line. Uh, that's a scary thing. I mean, you don't normally win football games if you don't impact the the quarterback, uh, at least bump them off their spot. I mean, maybe they did a little bit of that. I'd have to go back and look a little bit more. And, and I'm not knocking these guys. I mean, again, uh, they certainly didn't come into this league uh, into this year expecting to be starting on Monday Night Football against the Carolina Panthers. So uh, I give them credit. I'm, I'm not knocking these guys at all. Um, uh, you know, I want to I want to see a sack. You know, I want to see him bury a guy. Uh, I, I want to see that from from one of these guys before I start, you know, writing the story that uh, you know, boy, these unsung hero type players. But listen, they're filling a role. They're doing exactly what is required of them right now, and uh, and I give them credit. And again, I think the world of both these guys, both great guys. We talked to them before, uh, good guys. But um, you know, it, it's not like one of them had a two sack game last week, and I don't think. One of them is going to have a two-sack game this week. However, uh, they're filling in the blanks, and, and, and they did enough to get that win. So some hats off to them for that. And you said it. Most importantly, they got the W. Going into this week, after a big division win against the Carolina Panthers, a lot of injuries for this Buccaneer team, especially on offense. What's the game plan on offense going up against the 49ers tomorrow? Now, I think you'll see a lot of what, what they did in Carolina. I mean, um, you know, that formula was run the football, uh, time of possession, no turnovers, and and they were able to do all of those things. And um, I, I really think right now, until they get back healthy, um, you know, or healthier, then then that's kind of what Dirk wants to do. And again, he's got to help his defense out. And I think that was part of the game plan in that Panthers game was to establish, um, you know, the time of possession and, and keep his wounded defense off of the field, so those glaring weaknesses couldn't be exposed as much. And I don't, I don't doubt that that's what's going to happen this week. I know a lot of people are expecting the Buccaneers to go out and run for 300 yards because the Bills did it. But look, the week before the Panthers game, the Panthers gave up, um, you know, uh, 6,444 yards to Matt Ryan and Julio Jones in that game. Yet the Buccaneers weren't able to turn around and exploit the same thing. So I can assure you when 
when when when San Francisco got back into town early Monday morning, their defensive coaches and their defense uh, defensive line and, and linebackers were saying, and they were embarrassed by that. So they're going to go and do everything they can not to give up 315 yards again. And I think that in turn maybe opens things up a little bit for Jameis Winston. But for people to think because they gave up you know 312 or 315 yards on the ground last week to the Bills that they're going to do it again, I don't see that. That doesn't happen very often in the NFL, and, and so. Um, you know, the Buccaneers are going to have to just play that chess match, uh, you know, give and take, see what's available. And, and, and that's what I do like about Dirk. He does seem to be able to adjust and play that chess match pretty good. Mark, before his injury, we hadn't really seen a lot of great play out of Vincent Jackson. Is there any chance at all that his going down might end up being some kind of a kind of a like a blessing in disguise. Is there any chance that it ends up being a good thing because they work some other guys in and, and find something on offense that maybe they weren't getting from him? Or is he a bigger loss than people think despite his underwhelming play to start the year? You know, Pat, that's a great question and, and one I think that it's so difficult to answer. I think we're going to have to let it play out and see what happens really to know that answer because... We expect uh, you to know the future, away. Mark! Well, and, and you know what? I'll, I'll make it all up. Yes, uh, Dante Dye is going to have a thousand yards the last uh, the last <laughs> of the year. No, I'm kidding, but um, I, I don't know. It's you know, it could go either way, to be honest with you. And, and again, going back to the Ward uh, Lambert thing, uh, this is going to give somebody an opportunity to develop, gain some experience, and, and let the Buccaneers know what they have at that receiver position, and, and let them see into the future what life is like without this Jackson. It's going to go a long way, probably, and in shaping what they do in free agency in the draft next year, which I expect them to address that position uh, regardless of, of what happens. But but at, at what point? Is it a first-rounder or a second-round you know, receiver? I mean, it just a lot of that's going to depend on, on what these guys do. Uh, does Lewis Murphy come back next week, uh, establish that starting role, and, and take off and put up better numbers than Vincent? Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but, again, you can't take away what Vincent means to this football team. There's a reason. He had a C on the chest, and, and, and we in the media may not see that. I mean, we know what kind of guy he is in the community and things like that, but yep. you know, we, don't, we don't get to sit in on those meetings and things like that. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a loss to this football team to not have this Jackson here, no question about it. Uh, could it turn out, as you say, uh, the, 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 the offense gets a little bit better? It just depends on, on which one of these receivers steps up and establishes themselves. Yeah, we talked a little bit about this also with Roy Cummings earlier, but a, a guy that I kind of you have Roy on first. See, now I got nothing to talk about. Uh, no, we still we you're want your opinion playing... as well. It's good to get both you're opinions. Even, you're not even playing Dirk ripping on me in the press conference Wednesday. What's going on? You're slipping. Do you ask any original questions? <laughs> just prefer, prefer, just ask the question. Don't throw John Gruden and Trent Dilfer. Because then I sit up here with a smile on my face and say something about John Gruden, and then you guys go out there and say that I fired back at John Gruden. I was laughing about it. I didn't fire back at anybody. Ask and you shall receive, my friend. You know what? He did fire back. I, I, I take exception with that. Yeah, he, he hated my question. Maybe it wasn't the best, but no. He fired back. He said, listen, John Gruden's paid to talk about the games, and I'm paid to coach the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, that's a that's a shot. I mean, you know, it, it wasn't a mean or, or a spiteful shot, but you can't say he didn't fire back. He certainly fired back. But anyway. we got to make a new rule, all right? <laughs> come, with, come with your own questions. Yeah. Uh, and you know what, and Mark? Yeah. You know what? You're a good sport. Absolutely yeah, a good no, sport. Hey, you know what? It's been played multiple times on, on TV and radio. And uh, as long as I get a chance to mention pewterreport.com, you can play it every time I'm on. You are a smart man, Mark. (laughs)
Uh, you know what? To that, before we let you go, what are your impressions of Dirk through five games? Uh, off the field, I think we all really enjoy the way that he talks about football in the press conferences, how open he is, how funny he is in situations like that. On the field, I think there's been some question marks, whether it's the timeout call that he didn't take against the Rams, or I think he took a timeout in the last game that he didn't need to take. I think there are some things on the field he's still got to work on a little bit, doesn't he, Mark? He is a rookie, and there's no question about it. And, and that was an original question that I asked him before the Atlanta game, uh, Coach. What, what makes you, you know, what, what makes you most nervous? And he talked about those things. Next so. week, I'm going to go. Hey, Mark Cook had said. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> oh, he'll lose his mind. He'll love it. But, uh, but, but he, but he talked about it, and he said, you know, really those things that you just mentioned. You know what I mean? I mean. That 30 seconds, right, where you've got to make a decision and make sure you've got the right personnel grouping on the field and you're looking down at this and there's a crowd and, you know, the score and the pressure. Look, I coached high school football. I coached Little League football. And I can tell you uh, I was wound up tighter than Dick's hat band. Now, I don't know why Dick's hat band is wound up tight, but I was. I mean, this, and this meant nothing. This man is on the ultimate stage of the professional game of football. So I can only imagine the pressure. So I can sympathize. It's not an easy thing. However, uh, I think he'll get better. He's a smart guy. I mean, he's, he's been around football forever, so uh, he'll get better. But, yes, there's been some growing pains. I would probably give Dirk uh, – we did our report cards, and, uh, and I think I gave the coaching staff a C through five games, and, and I think that's pretty accurate. And I think they would probably give themselves that same grade. Yeah, I would agree. Always good stuff and a lot of fun having you on, as always, my friend. Hey, man, anytime you guys need me, I am available. Uh, hopefully it'll be warmer next time. Go get back under your blanket. Life. Yeah. All right, man. See y'all. Good night, Mark. Have a good one.